0: You are listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, a weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science, and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. This is episode number 77. Don't be a victim, or do you actively kill your career without knowing it? really really super stoked we are launching again the effective decision leadership program this program is designed for statisticians to strengthen their leadership skills to strengthen your leadership skills so you can maximize your impact at work even if you don't have direct reports so to make it clear it's about leadership like we're talking a lot about leadership in this podcast it's for Every statistician. It's not about supervisory skills. Well, it helps supervisors. But it's not necessarily needed for for um, to be a supervisor to benefit from this program. It's a mixture of webinars, podcasts, and moderated small group discussions where people really benefit a lot from. We had students from all kind of different areas, from pharma, from zero and also from academia. And with def- different levels of experience, more junior people, more senior people, all of them can be leaders and all benefit from this uh, program. So this program is really helps you to get into the driver's seat of your career. And um, if you sometimes fall in this mentality of becoming a victim that we'll talk about since in this episode, I've been there as well. It's really, really amazing uh, results that we have seen in in the program. It enabled statisticians to start initiatives, get alignment, inspire others to get along and deliver to the end. And I've seen really, really nice results from that. So it would be awesome to have you as well in, in the program you can learn more about it at the effective statistician slash course Um, have a look there there's all the details that you need to do all the um, uh, things that you need to have uh, for discussions with your supervisor everything have a look there it would be awesome to have you so this episode today is, is quite interesting one I have seen and being involved in so many discussions about this topic, and it's the theme that comes up over and over and over again. And I have been there as well, I need to say that. I have been there as well. I sometimes, you know, find myself being in that mode, and then I said, mm, that's not where I want to be. And really really detrimental long term so let's talk about this in this episode I'm chatting with Benjamin about it this podcast is created in association with PSI a global member organization dedicated to leading and promoting best practice and industry initiatives Join PSI today to further develop your statistical capabilities with access to the video-on-demand content library, free registration to all PSI webinars, and much, much more. The reduced rate for this is just 20 pounds for non-high-income countries per year, of course, and 95 pounds for high-income countries. Visit the PSI website at psiweb.org to learn more about PSI activities and become a PSI member today welcome to another episode of the effective statistician and it's another late night recording here and as usual i'm together with benjamin hi benjamin how are you doing hi alexander thanks
1: very well it's vacation time so it's really quite quite relaxing at the moment
0: yeah yeah Actually, by the time that get published, it's probably not vacation time anymore, it's but. Probably next vacation time. <laughs> <laughs> we always uh, pre-record these a little bit in advance. That takes a lot of the stress out of the podcasting. So, um, today we are actually talking about a topic that I have been encountered on and on in, in, you know, in my career and, I've been in this situation as well. Um And to be honest, when I was in this situation very early in my career, I often didn't really recognize it. So that's why I think it's really important to speak about it. And, um yeah, the topic today is really about being a victim and um, strategies for getting over it, uh, strategies to uh, recognize it, uh separate it from, let's say, some some usual behavior and uh, what you can do to um yeah get over it so um i mean have have you been uh exposed to people that you know behave like victims that kind of always are complaining about things
1: well yes i mean I, actually this is this is uh, unfortunately a little bit um standard in different in different ways i mean not not all of them are about uh you know impacting the career really but it is uh, quite often that people feel wow. um annoyed about for example um compromises compromising something or if they, they feel um, annoyed about uh, critics so if they if you or somebody else is criticizing um, people then they start getting offended and really act uh, in a way that is you know hurting somebody else and they just feel like um, they're being falling down somewhere in, in the you know in the uh, in the interaction with, with colleagues, or with sponsors, or with CROs, so I think it's it's quite often that people get into the role of um, feeling like being a victim. I mean, whether or not they are in in reality a victim of something, that is a different story. But um, yes, I think you you experience you see this quite often.
0: Yeah, I think the uh, the really bad thing is about this is that it can actually spread. You know, if you can, um, if everybody is kind of complaining and there's kind of typical, so to say, enemies, yeah, then you can even as a group fall into a victim mentality. I, I remember uh, working in a team, and since there was a new starter joining this team, and, you know, af- after two days, um, we were going together to lunch. And um I was asking, oh, how are things going? What have you learned already? And what he was mentioning is that, oh, what I've learned already is that the physicians are our enemies. <laughs> and I thought, Oh my God! (laughs) How did that happen? (laughs) And and uh, I think it was you know because he learned that you know lots of people were complaining about uh, this other functions that they were working with and you know said they uh, you know lots of them felt like uh, victims and you know that they were kind of treated badly or left out of discussions by uh, physicians and. That had such an effect that you know even this new starter, although he maybe hasn't even talked to a physician yet, yeah, was already feeling this victim mentality of being treated uh, badly by this uh, other function, and this is really kind of where it can go to if you know this victim mentality is is feeded over and over and i think of course i think we need to separate here a little bit yeah so when i'm talking about victim mentality i think i'm i'm really talking about something that is uh very often done where it's kind of a standard pattern to fall into it's something that actually hinders you that maybe even becomes part of your your branding so what others think about you and that is something different than let's say venting from time to time in some kind of safe environment that, you know, not everything works as you have planned. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's, that's a good, excellent point because I think, you
1: know, everyone's complaining once in a while. So complaining about whatever, I mean, other people not being able to help you or available to help you or, you know, about certain things about your company, about your supervisor, whatever. I mean, there are always yep. things where you, when you sit on a, a you know, somewhere with your colleagues for, for lunch and then we usually you complain a little bit. So, but that's not the point. I mean, we are we are talking about these complaining in, in a way of, you know, if you feel you are treated badly, then you are usually actually, you know, you get treated badly because you, you step into a role where um, there's, It's difficult to get out again. It's the the loser side, basically, so that you you step into a role where you expect Bad things to happen to you, and actually, they come because you're just waiting for them to to, um, to happen, and um, that is that is the point where where it gets into a victim role.
0: It's it's really kind of that you get a kind of standard view on things happening that others mm-hmm. would see as well. It's not something that is dramatic. Maybe it's you know not bad or, or good, but you kind of tend to think about things happening uh, badly that. Especially that you can't really do something about it. I think that is the, the dangerous zone. There's actually some some research, uh, which is pretty famous by Martin Seligman about it, which where he calls that learned helplessness. He did some research in, in certain socioeconomic uh, groups uh, where he realized that uh, this kind of mentality really spread like a disease and that it had long term impacts on all kinds of different long term life outcomes. Um so this kind of psychological uh trap that you can get into actually can have um really bad follow up things in terms of career and, and all kinds of different things. And, um, uh, you know, we are talking here you know, just about career, but it actually can have quite dramatic effects outside of your uh, career as well.
1: But how do you find out then about whether they you know, there, you are a victim or you, it's just a feeling. So is there any, any way where you can put up... Well, I think, you know,
0: of course, speaking with good colleagues, if you have people that where well, it's safe to talk about this, um, you can talk about that and get some kind of outside perspective about it. If you just want to do it privately for yourself, there's a couple of different, um, questionnaires on the internet you can actually do in terms of self-assessment and, there's one um, author that writes a lot about being positive, and uh, that one is John Gordon. He has a self-assessment about uh, how positive you are, and actually kind of on the opposite end, it, it's really kind of this victim mentality. And uh, we'll put a link to this in the show notes, uh, but you can probably find a couple of other psychological uh, self-questionnaires on, on this as well.
1: Yeah, and there's also like a discussion ongoing around the, um, the impact that the introvert mentality has into this victim mentality. So it seems, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's, that's correct necessarily, but, um, you know, as a tendency, there might be also that statisticians do tend to be more introvert. So therefore, there might be, um, are more likely to have these kind of the victim mentality as well to feel being being pushed or uh, not not hurt maybe so i mean uh, to be honest i don't i don't i haven't experienced this to have a like a higher rate of victims in the in the uh, group of statisticians that I work with over the last fifteen years but but i think um still something to consider here. Yeah.
0: Well, of course you don't, because you just work with statisticians. (laughs) You
1: do, you do have insight into other groups as well. So I think it must not have been that much of a difference. And and sometimes I think statisticians are also quite good in handling situations like this, where they can also push back a bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's it's not something that you can't overcome. Yeah, and that's I think uh, the point of our. episode today to speak about it to recognize it um, to check whether you fall into this trap you may, maybe you don't fall into it always but you know on a, on a regular basis and um it's really comes along at least it came along with me with lots of frustration yeah and and this, this is kind of a you know visual cycles that you get into um, so, the, in terms of the discussion you are just referring to, there's uh, this uh, news article that um, uh, was in the US news um, uh, in some time ago, and it also actually comes with a question there: uh, whether you're a so to say complainer, in air quotes. And um, but I think you know, in terms of this complaining. Um, that also can have really negative uh, impact in terms of the situation that you're in. So another uh, story that I have is um, I went to a a bigger group meeting and we had a very, very senior person there. And that senior person was having kind of group chats with um, different groups and um, I watched one group that was kind of complaining to, uh, to that, you know, vice president or, you know, whatever title he had. Um, so much about, you know, how difficult it is to work with another department. And they kind of spent the complete time they had with this vice president, you know, complaining about, uh, how badly they are treated by this other department. Yeah. You know, so, so also kind of a little bit, you know, not a consistent, uh, uh, and that it, you know, went over for a very, very long time, but it was consistent from the complete group. And it was, I think I would have kind of, uh, covered that completely differently. Um, I think it's it's to recognise okay, there's tension between um these two functions um but then it's kind of to get over this they need to change uh thinking um to something where you can ask your vice president, what can we actually do to better work together yeah not not they need to change. Because we don't want to change, but they need to change and uh, get some advice from the supervisor in terms of what you can do, what he can do, um, or come up with kind of proposals how to you know make the uh, situation better. what exactly do you want to make uh, bring to your vice president or whoever senior leader you're compu- uh, complaining to um, what exactly does? can he do yeah, to, to uh, improve the situation? And what advice can he share with you that you can actually actively uh, improve the uh, situation? So um, I think that's much better ways than this kind of complaining model. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure um, supervisors really find that a much, much easier approach than the kind of complaining type. Or what do you think?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And I think it's this comes this comes along with the, you know, don't don't bring problems but bring solutions. Uh thinking is is kind of you know not the complaining is I mean it sometimes again it's 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 fine to complain to at least start it, but um before you really go into deep complaining there should also be some thoughts around what can I do or what can or even the person that you are talking to so what could he possibly do or she um on solving the problem mm-hmm. so it's a yeah. solution um, based approach more than the, the the complaining about a problem but i mean that's that's a little bit different story but it's i mean in general that is something i think what supervisors usually do um <clears throat> appreciate if there's also yeah. not only yeah. complaints Yeah.
0: And I think that is kind of where um you also really get into a problem if you have this victim mentality and you're coming with complaints of you know all the time and then your your supervisor may even start to get into it and you say, Oh, that also doesn't work, oh that also doesn't work, and this can't be changed, and you know, this doesn't work because there's this other thing. Um You know, and that's where, you know, the career-killing effect gets into the way. You know, Um, what supervisor really wants to spend a lot of time with someone that is, you know, constantly in this kind of mode of complaining? Um, For Mm -hmm. for some time, you surely try to coach and things like that, but I think it's pretty natural for supervisors to... Um, maybe even unconsciously throw um, away from these type of people because they um, drain so much energy.
1: Hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> I think we have to again. I think um, career killer is, uh, I mean, is the extreme because yeah, I mean the the the, re- the real. Um, the topics that we are actually discussing is just one single point where we say this is, this is a, uh, this is a, a victim, Situation, so where you know where, for example, you work with a different department and they kind of pushing on you and, and do doing things. So it is, it's really, I mean that that we have a person. I never experienced a person that is basically one hundred percent like a victim in terms of you know just negative vibes and everything not running smoothly. So it's really about the situation. So on the one side, you could be happy and smiling and having um, having lots of inter- positive feedback also from other sides, and on the on the other side, it's it's really your Pushed into the role of this of this victim, so therefore, um, this is this is really extreme that it gets into way and also like gets uh, pushes you or or, on pulls your supervisor into the situation as well. So uh,
0: yeah, career killer. Okay, that's maybe a little (laughs) bit too hard of a word, but you know it can slow your career and kind of you know diminish you uh, and and, you know that is. uh, It doesn't need to be that way. And it's, it's
1: really about the, the point. I mean, even if it's just one single occasion or one single situation where, where you are in this situation, it's, it's difficult for you. It makes your life difficult or harder. Uh, And I mean, we're all busy. We're all working hard. So it's not that, you know, it's get, get out of these situations. And it's what we're talking now. So things to uh, where we can uh, look into and actually uh, see that there are ways or there are at least options um, to, to get out. But, uh, really the, the situation is not nothing that you favor and that, that you, you like, and, and therefore try to avoid them, try to get out of them again as soon as you can and, and really see that this is, um, this is not happening to you or not happening to your colleagues. Because on the other hand, you know, the, the, the cause for, for such a, um, such a situation is also, is usually on both sides. You know there are always two sides of the story, so and also then look into this and and see that the this is not happening to your counterparts
0: neither yeah and just one word you you talked about colleagues and and uh, we talked about supervisors. the other piece of course is if you're a supervisor dramatic effect on the on your team actually you know mm-hmm. if if That's you true. fall into that so so um if you are a role model for victim mentality to your team, then it becomes, I think, really, really, really dangerous. So, so, um, and that has could have then, a, you know, an impact on the overall mood of your team and and the performance of your team. So, um, as a supervisor, you need to be double careful about that. Um, and I think lots of supervisors know that but but <laughs> just just I think as as when I became supervisor and I was kind of you know over coffee, maybe complaining um uh, I' got much more kind of aware of what I'm actually doing and what kind of a triple down effect that can have, okay, so enough about the situation, so how do we get out of there Alexander okay, says. There's another story I have here. <laughs> oh, I like this story. <laughs> it's, it, it's, um, I once read a story about, uh, Olympic uh, race and it was a boat race. And so, you know, there was quite heavy wind on the, on the track. And so it was for the boats, uh, pretty difficult to to maneuver in this, you know, if you you think about these typical boats where they sit eight people in line behind each other and, you know, uh, these are pretty shallow boats and if you have a little bit more wind, it gets really, really, you know, difficult in the sea. There was one team, you know, that uh, was uh, on, on the most difficult lane. Of, uh, of the sea, and they were kind of complaining and talking about it, and kind of focusing so much on the wind and the uh, negative effects it had that they completely underperformed. Yeah, so so, and then there was an, you know, another race where, and the next boat in exactly the same lane actually won the race, and so so, um, the interviewers uh, asked the team actually on, wow. You really performed very good, and uh, despite the wind and all the kind of um, uh, wh- uh, you know the effects it has on your boat and so on. And uh, they said, "Well, we just focused on what's inside the boat. In other words, on what they can control." Hmm. And I think this is a, a really interesting mind shift. It uh, also goes back to uh, the discussion we had about, you know, this group complaining to the supervisor about uh, this other group. We change focus in terms of what you can actually do. And based on a couple of discussions I had over the last weeks uh, with people, I think the area where we can actually influence and what we can actually do is usually bigger than what we think. So our influence is actually wider. Our kind of space in which we can operate is usually wider than we think. I just had recently a discussion um, with someone that was uh, new to the company. He was thinking, oh, here, I can't do this. And here, hmm, I'm not sure. And I asked him, well, did you try? Did you speak with your supervisor about doing it? He said, "No, I didn't feel I was kind of entitled to do that." And I said, "Well, if you don't try, if you don't ask, you you will never be entitled. About it. Not find out about your boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and and that is kind of usually our boundaries in terms of influence are much bigger than we think. So that is the first shift that uh, we need to take. Concentrate on." What we can change. That also goes back to some kind of, you know, this leadership thought that as a leader, you first need to change yourself. Because actually in the whole universe, there's only one person that you can really change and control. And that's yourself. First taking this, you know, a step back out of the situation and thinking about what can I do differently? That's the first important step. Yeah, I think that's that's something
1: it you know as you said it's a focus. I mean usually if you complain about somebody and somebody is doing something wrong and so you are completely focusing on away from you basically. Yeah. And that is the first step that's really the first step that you need to take is to shift back and just focus on yourself. See What's happening? What did do you what can you do? What could you do? Potentially do? And um that is the starting point for getting out of the situation.
0: Yeah. And then the next step is really getting into action. Because getting into action brings you back into control. And having control automatically gets you out of this victim mentality because then you're in the driver's seat. We had a podcast episode about uh Driving and and kind of taking the driver's seat of your career uh, quite some time ago. So you can go back in your podcast player to about uh, mid-2018. There's a podcast episode about taking action. That helps you to, you know, propel forward, take more control, you know, get some grip. And that, you know, gets you out of this... uh, blue zone of, of uh, not feeling well and, and feeling like a victor. And it's it's really interesting. So I had um, recently a student in my uh, leadership course where I talked with him about, you know, how he experienced the course and so on. And he had exactly this kind of story where he had this, this mind shift from, hmm, I actually can change things. To you know speaking up and then experiencing positive change and and you know driving change forward and that really had a interesting impact on him personally because he he was feeling much more being in control and much more satisfied with the overall job and um you know. That really is a much better situation to be in than to be in this helpless victim mentality situation. And I'm not saying that he started with this kind of deep victim mentality, but just that he, you know, didn't realize that, um, he could change things for the better, taking action, driving things forward. Really helps you to stay in control.
1: I think, yeah. I, I mean, basically, as you, you already mentioned, uh, the same. But it's it's really about um, the taking the action. I mean, where we have, we are often in situations where the we do feel disadvantages, or we would like to have supervisors or um, other people supporting you in your escalations to 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 really you know to not uh, let it like it you know leave it like it is and really uh, push back and and fight for getting it. Yeah, it might help, but you know how difficult this usually is to, to escalate and and to work and work up higher and higher um, levels of uh, in the company and and see where you know where it ends and then you know people really get stressed and there's a lot of effort you put in but but actually most of the situations are really that you go back look what what you are doing. So change the perspective and then get into action and make things happening um to support your way of moving forward and to take the the seat again as a driver and, and make things happen. That's much easier. And it, this is a little bit misleading. Um These escalations, we, I don't know, we had many, I think we touched the topic quite often on these escalations, but it's difficult. And I don't, you know usually it's costing you more time more effort and anything than just look you know look to yourself and take take the action take the um the driver seat again and and move forward
0: yeah a, in terms of escalation i think that is especially typical in situations um you know where there's two organizations or two functions that don't work together that well, and one function is blaming the other or one organization is blaming the other for for not delivering and then escalating things instead of kind of um, working on a peer-to-peer basis to uh, really solve things. And I'm completely with you. I think it's a much better approach to, you know, let your supervisor know there is something because If there's a pattern, then he needs to know it. But then also tell him, I'll try to take care of it myself. And um, that gets you in a much better situation. And then also you don't appear to be a victim to your supervisor, but someone that uh, takes responsibility and tries things forward. And also not outside. I mean, that's
1: also the the appearance. If you escalate it, you... You are easily pushed from, you know, in the eyes of of other people into the role of a victim. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it may be true for the moment because it, you do feel like a victim, and and maybe you also in the role. But that is nothing that you need to then openly share and and escalate or within an escalation. So that's I mean, it's escalation is also like an appropriate way to handle situations. But I. You know, I personally think it's more effective for your personal development and for for the career. Um if you first do the action yourself, so step um do the steps yourself t- actively and then take escalation maybe as a second, third, whatever um option to keep, but not as a first yeah. option. In terms
0: of uh, taking actions, the other thing is um look into the overall situation. And see what does it make possible? You know, it's, it's, it's maybe sometimes a strange, uh, question to ask in the beginning, especially if kind of on first sight bad things happen. But sometimes, you know, out of these bad things, good things happen. So, you know, maybe you have uh, worked hard on development plan and then your compound fails and, you know, gets trashed. Well, these things happen. Uh, but maybe, you know, then a new opportunity comes up, and you can work on an even better project, or some other doors open, or you can see that as a challenge that where you can excel in and actually shine. Yeah. Uh, whereas in other situations, you would have just done standard work. And, uh, you know, there's very different views on uh, these situations that cause you to feel frustrated. And, um, taking a different view can be done by just this question of what does it make possible. And that's actually not something that um, I found out, I I learned um, by Michael Hyatt about this. Um, By the way, really, really nice podcast that he's he's running. One thing. Another thing I learned by uh, another podcast, unfortunately, and it's in German, Uh, (laughs) and this podcast is always saying, accept it change it or leave it. And I think that is also a nice, nice approach to it. So, so in terms of accepting it, sometimes it's just suck it up. <laughs> 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 yeah. Maybe it's not that, you know, important. Focus on other things and keep on moving. Change it. We talked about this for quite some time. And if you really can't change it, You know, if there's, if you really feel like the grass would be greener on the other side, leave it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, you know, as a good experienced statistician, uh, you can find lots of different jobs. Actually, even if you're more junior, you can find much, much, uh, a lot of different jobs. So if you find yourself in, you know, you're really trapped in the organization or, you know, where you are. I'm pretty sure there's opportunities to leave the situations. Usually, that's you know maybe the last step, but you don't need to live in this kind of difficult situation forever. Yeah.
1: But this doesn't, you know, it shouldn't. It shouldn't feel like running away from the situation. So and that's why I'd be careful with the with the last step. Um, yeah, if you run away, then uh, and you know you didn't try the other and. It's it will happen to you again the next job or whatever. So that's why, uh, yeah, that's something about again mentality where you need to first clarify and then if you still don't uh, don't see, see a chance, all right, at the end of the tunnel, then leave it. Yes, but be f- be careful not to make this a runaway from from the situation.
0: Yeah, especially if actually you yourself is the problem. <laughs> Yeah. So so um so and that's another kind of problem with this victim mentality. That is something that you would carry on with yourself from job to job to job. And I, I've seen, you know, persons that um were in these situations and they never stayed with any company very long because, you know, any company was bad to them. <laughs> And and if every company is bad to use, then maybe it's not the company. Maybe not the company, are the problems. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, that's about uh, leaving it. Is is of course taking careful considerations there. Um, there's one other careful kind of consideration is of course uh, not also to completely swing in the other direction. Uh, just to mention that a little bit at at the. At the end here. So, so if you think that everything that uh, is around you is due to your kind of uh, personal um, things and everything that fails is due to you being, you know, not having delivered or whatsoever, and uh, you take everything as your own responsibility, that's the complete other side of the spectrum. So, uh, that's also not helpful. So, um, it will kill you as well so (laughs) (laughs) in other ways (laughs) okay very good so in so to say a summary form really recognize it when you're complaining and overly complaining get over it take action drive forward and with this momentum you'll get on track uh, again Okay. Any final words from you, Benjamin? No, I think of
1: um, many final words now. So no, that's fine. <laughs> I think it's it's. I think it's a situation. I mean, yeah, I do have a final word. Let's say. Um, I I think it's a situation that we we don't um, recognize as a serious problem um, quite often. We do feel bad. It's, it's you know getting into bad situations. Not not feeling well in certain. Uh, situations or with certain colleagues or departments or um, other companies whatsoever. So, uh, and that is, that is really something where people don't even understand that this is a victim role and, and that there's a, um, a problem associated to it. And it may, may not, but it may also, there's a risk of dragging you into a worse situation. And, and this is really a little bit to consider and to think about to get out of these situation as soon as they happen, because uh, it might, maybe it's too late or maybe more difficult to get out of it. And therefore, um, as you said, you know, look and move around, look at yourself, um, change it, um, and then, take the action to, to get out of it that, that does help and just reconsider
0: okay thanks talking to you thanks Alexander And talk to you as a listener next week, next week. bye bye This show was created in association with PSI. Thanks for listening. Please visit theeffectivestatistician.com to find the show notes and learn more about our podcast. And there you can also find all the details for the Effective Statistician Leadership Program. Just enter theaffectivestatistician.com course and check out all the details. It would be awesome to have you. So reach your potential. Lead great science and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician.